Hi, I'm Arun George and you're listening to 3 Things, the Indian Express news show. In today's episode, we're looking at reactions to a strain of the coronavirus that has prompted restrictions from multiple nations, including India. But first, we're looking at what the CBI has said in its charge sheet in the controversial rape case in the district of Hathras in Uttar Pradesh. When she spoke to the Indian Express's Jignasa Sinha a little over a week after the incident, the mother of the 19-year-old victim spoke about how she kept thinking about the morning of 14th of September. She spoke of how she went with her daughter to a field nearby to cut grass for their cows. She spoke about the desperate search on realizing her daughter was missing and finding her battered and bleeding body just a hundred meters away. She wondered if things would have turned out differently if she could hear better, because that might have meant she could have been able to hear her daughter's cries for help and respond to them. She also wondered if things might have been different if they weren't Dalits. Initial reports said the 19-year-old regained consciousness nearly a week after the incident. She told the police about how she was raped by four upper-caste men from her village. She spoke of how they tried to strangle her and left her unconscious with a tongue cut. As the days passed, her condition deteriorated. The 19-year-old woman was moved to a hospital in Delhi from Aligarh. On the morning of the 29th of September, she died in Delhi's Safdarjang Hospital. She was then taken back to her village. Despite the full media glare, the police conducted her funeral late at night. This happened despite protests by some villagers and her immediate family not attending the ceremony. Despite the police claiming to have the family's consent, the Allahabad High Court took notice of the manner in which the funeral was conducted and said it was a violation of human rights. Then, for nearly a week, the village was shut off to outsiders by the police and district officials. Media persons were stopped some distance away from the village and barred from speaking with the young woman's family. There were also clashes between the police and political leaders who were attempting to meet the young woman's family. If this is how the media is being treated, God bless the common citizen. But even as they were facing criticism, a senior Uttar Pradesh police official went on to claim that the 19-year-old had not been sexually assaulted and that the allegations of sexual assault and rape were made to create caste tensions. इससे स्पष्ट होता है कि कुछ लोगों के द्वारा प्रदेश में गलत तरीके से जातीय तनाव पैदा करने के लिए इस तरह के चीजें कराई गईं। Ten days after the woman's death, the CBI took over the probe in the case, and on the 19th of December, it filed its charge sheet against the four men arrested in the case. In this charge sheet. The CBI outlined its case against the four men and what they are believed to have done. The Indian Express's Amil Bhatnagar, who has been covering the case since September, joins us now to talk about what this document says. Amil, this case itself has been one of the most controversial cases of the year given how it ended up with the CBI. Could you start by talking about the circumstances in which the investigating agency took over the case? So the story began on uh, 14 September when this 19-year-old Dalit woman was uh, allegedly gang-raped in a particular village in Hathras. The complaint of the initial crime did not have the sections of gang-rape, 
and this is where a lot of controversy began um a lot of questions were asked because if the woman was gang raped and if it was in her statement rather when her statement was taken and when those sections were added so then on 22nd september during her admission in an aligarh medical college uh, she had given a statement which the police officially added the sections of gang rape by that time her condition had deteriorated and when she was shifted to delhi and she eventually passed away on 29 september in a delhi hospital now between 14 september to 29 um a lot of questions have been posed in terms of how the a the police handled the case b whether or not the victim was given the right kind of attention in terms of medical treatment and see what was happening in terms of the accused whether the arrest took place at the right time or not so there was a lot of demands by the family by uh, almost everyone who was tracking the case and general citizens and a formal organization like cbi should take up the case so a few days later after her death the up government itself issued a notification requesting cbi to take over the case and investigate accordingly and um, soon enough uh, cbi filed an fir and they began investigating the case teams visited hathras they made a set up a, a temporary office there and uh, questioned the victims family multiple times the accused family villagers um, forensic reports the a separate medical examination was conducted of the evidences so forth and um, they submitted their report to the high court later in november and two days earlier they filed a charge sheet with regards to the case now in the charge sheet also the circumstances under which cbi had taken over was the fact that this case is muddled right this case has, there is little clarity in terms of how it was handled so cbi was essentially called into investigated thoroughly uh, investigate the role of the police and whether the fact of uh, the veracity of the incident because a lot of people were doubting whether the gang rape had taken place or not so one aspect that's been spoken of is whether one of the four men already knew the woman and had and had some sort of a relationship with her which is something that a lot of people have said what has the cbi said in its charge sheet and what is the young woman's family saying about that so from day one of the incident in the village itself there were a lot of people who was saying that um, there was a parallel narrative in the village uh, again this is through villagers and the locals in the area that this woman knew the accused and they perhaps had an association therefore the alleged gang rape was not a gang rape and perhaps a consensual uh, sexual activity now pitting that against the investigation and the fir filed by the police the police said that uh, she initially did not mention uh, rape in her fir in the original complaint letter there was no mention of rape and it was only on 22nd september while being admitted in the aligarh hospital she came up and said uh, during her um, uh, statement which was also her dying declaration video in which she said that she was gangrened by four accused uh, ravi sandeep uh, lavkush and ramu so now a lot of people who were doubting the incident said that you know perhaps she's known and even the up police um cited an fsl report and said that um, there is no evidence of rape in the charge sheet there is an interesting mention of the same that uh, you know locals are saying there are witness testimonies that uh, the accused and the victim were known to each other in fact the uh, cbi also noted in the charge sheet that there were calls exchanged but uh, till march uh, there was an association between the accused and the victim till march they knew of each other they used to talk to each other but after march the victim categorically cut off ties with this person 
Sandeep, the main accused, and had nothing to do with him. Several, and in fact, there was an argument uh, between the two, to which allegedly villagers were uh, testament to. Now, after March, and the CBI notes in his charge sheet that uh, Sandeep was angered and perhaps was aggravated because of the fact that the victim is not talking to the person anymore, has nothing to do with the person anymore. So now, in essence, what the charge sheet has done is, is perhaps shown what you can say a possible cause because it clearly notes that there was uh, some sort of an emotional driving factor for the accused because the victim had suddenly nothing to do with the accused. So even despite the fact, if we were to believe that, uh, you know, there was an association, the victim had categorically cut off ties with him. To this, the family has been since day one saying that they are a Dalit family living in a predominantly upper caste village. There are a lot of caste equations in the village and they have not been a very favored section of that particular society. They've had faced a discrimination. In fact, Dalits in neighboring villages as well. So the family, in fact, I spoke to the brother last night itself and he told me that, you know, this is a considered narrative to say that, you know, just to doubt her integrity or to doubt the fact that the incident took place. And they have day one, since day one, been saying that she did not know him they were not in touch. There was no relationship or there was no acquaintance. It was just the fact that they were neighbors and that's about it. And in fact, even the charge sheet, CBI noted that in cross-examination, all family members denied that there was any association and they were rigid with their stand. You also have the case of that senior Uttar Pradesh police official, Levin, you mentioned, who had gone on record to say that there was no indication of sexual assault after the case was registered. What has the CBI's charge sheet said on that matter? So, uh, the CBI took cognizance of the fact that there was an MLC report in Aligarh after she was admitted from uh, the Hathras Hospital, which said that there was no evidence of uh, sexual assault per se. Um, the CBI also constituted its own temporary medical examination board in which a very senior doctor of the AIMS forensic department was charged to look over. And that report submitted to the CBI said that due to possible delay in documenting evidence of assault, it is possible that you cannot reach a conclusive result on the rape. So it basically said that if there is delay, it is possible to say you cannot possibly say that whether the rape happened or not because of the delay. So that in itself is also an indication on the fact that it was mishandled by UP police, meaning that had UP police carried out a medical examination on day one because there was Section 354 molestation in the initial complaint. So had that medical examination been carried out, it is possible to perhaps have a concrete evidence of whether it happened or not. But this delay really muddled that entire line of investigation to which CBI also, because of which CBI also conducted their own medical examination. And what we have is a clear indication that, you know, there was a lapse by the local police, this police station that she had gone to immediately after the incident. So, yes, the charge sheet indicates that uh, the police uh, perhaps did not carry out due diligence, which should have been carried in the case of a sexual assault slash rape. Um, the role of the police has also been criticized over the handling of multiple aspects of this case. Apart from this, there was the controversial funeral that even you had covered, the shutting off of the village for close to a week. Uh, you've also reported about how the CBI has been critical of the police handling of the case. Could you explain what aspects, apart from the gang rape aspect, has been criticized? Uh, so, as per the documents available to us, it is uh, evidently clear that 
the initial recording of the statement and uh, the fact that they did not carry out the medical examination is a very pertinent point when it comes to handling by the local police because the police since day one said that you know we did what we uh, they put it on the victim by saying that since she did not tell us and it was only on 22nd when she told us about the rape and that is when we added the rape charge so this delay this 14 to 22nd this one week of delay is very crucial because this perhaps lead to you know tangible loss of evidence because it's a sexual assault case so that becomes a cornerstone of us perceiving the police role in this because and this is part of the charge sheet as well that you know whether her statement was taken in the correct fashion or not whether a follow up was done on that statement or not whether the doctors were contacted on the basis of the statement or not so that particular even though it's a, it's one mention it it opens up an ambit of possibilities as to what else went wrong but yes in general as well the police has has come under heavy fire because the sp itself was suspended and uh, other officials who were handling the case were also suspended when it was found that there was dereliction of duty and even besides that the hurried cremation the nhrc notice and uh, several other organizations have come forward and and blamed the local administration purely as to how it went about these after the incident um has the uttar pradesh police responded in any way to all these things that the charge sheet says uh the up police have not responded with anything yet because this charge sheet is uh, entirely a cbi charge sheet initially the police was also carrying out their own investigation and uh, the cbi was formally called in so they have now submitted the charge sheet uh, the police will continue its own investigation into the original case that followed so uh, for now the role of the police when it comes to a cbi investigation is purely managing the logistics and providing them with every possible info or reports they have which they have noted that uh, the station provided all documents and reports and statements but uh, so far there is no response from the up uh, police on it You also spoke with the young woman's family after the charge sheet was filed. Could you tell us what they said about the charge sheet and what they're seeking now? Uh, there was a huge sigh of relief uh, for the family. It was a very emotional moment for them. Um, one of their brothers had gone to the court the day the charge sheet was being filed. He came out very emotional. Uh, he was in tears when addressing the media. And uh, for them, it was a sense of vindication because since day one, everyone has been saying that you know there was no gang rape. and they were casting allegations on the victim who's unfortunately not here to defend herself so uh, for them the charge sheet was a sign of uh, you know at least one step closer towards the justice because they feel uh, they have been validated by the premier organization that was hired to look into the case and the fact that the charge sheet has been filed under sections of 376d rape that means the cbi has credible evidence to say that the gang rape occurred which will now be a matter of court so for them now uh, now they have left all their hopes on the courts they feel that the courts will look at the charges look at the evidence and produce a judgment or a verdict that favors them because now that line of argument is being furthered by cbi itself before we get to the next segment i just wanted your quick attention One of the big reasons people say that they like this show is because it helps them understand the news better. It provides them with the context they need to see the bigger picture. And there's perhaps no other place that does this better than the Indian Express's explained section. We on three things refer to the section regularly and it helps us make this show. If you're a regular reader of the newspaper, you know how useful the explained section can be, especially when you're looking for in-depth analysis by the right experts. You can log into indianexpress.com/explained and access their coverage 
explained by the Indian Express, where news that matters is explained by experts who know the subject. Now, back to the show. There's no evidence that it causes more severe illness or higher mortality, but it does appear to be passed on significantly more easily. NerveTag's early analysis suggests the new variant could increase the R by 0.4 or more. And although there's considerable uncertainty, it may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. That's UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson talking about a new variant of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. The virus that prompted a fresh lockdown in one part of the UK has caused multiple countries to suspend passenger flights to and from the UK, including India. India's Ministry of Civil Aviation said that all flights to and from the UK to India will be suspended from the 22nd of December midnight till the midnight of December 31st. It also said that passengers arriving from the UK before the 23rd of December should be subject to a mandatory RT-PCR test on arrival at an Indian airport. Health Minister Harshwardhan also said there was no need to panic and that the government was alert to the situation. Sarkar har baat ke liye puri tarah se sajag hai aur jaise pichle ek saal mein aapne dekha ki sarkar ne aavashyakta ke anurup janta ke hiton ki raksha karne ke liye jo jo jis jis samay par aavashyakta kiya wo sari cheeze sarkar dekh rahi hai lekin abhi the SARS-CoV-2 virus has undergone several mutations since it first infected humans, which scientists say is neither unexpected nor a cause for panic. And they say this new variant isn't a major cause for concern just yet. You were listening to The Three Things by The Indian Express. Today's show was written and produced by me, Arun George. And as always, was edited and mixed by our producer, Joshua Thomas. Before we go, here's another reminder to check out Indian Express's Explained page. You can log on to indianexpress.com forward slash explained and find in-depth analysis by the right experts. It has everything you need to know to understand the news better and see the bigger picture. If you like the show, then do subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also recommend the show to someone you think will like it. Share it with a friend or someone in your family. It's the best way for people to get to know about us. You can also tweet us at Express Audio and write to us at podcast at indianexpress.com.